0: All right, and thank you for the opportunity. Again. No,
1: no, thank you, thank you. No, because you know, like I said, I, you know, I be, you know, when I catch when I can, I catch the replays and stuff like that, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I was like, yo, his, his channel should be booming at some point, you know. I'm just, but people are slow to, to gravitate towards it, and. Mm-hmm yeah I fuck with you bro so yeah and I like I said I don't want to misspeak on anybody's behalf because I even no, I was like
0: no I appreciate <laughs> when I checked when I checked your channel I was like okay I, I, I um the main thing for me is I like talking and building with sincere people yeah. you know what I mean and, yeah. and people that are honestly seeking understanding or seeking um some clarity yeah. as opposed to um trying to be right or try, you know what I mean trying to prove a point that that's not really why I'm here I get, I get that, that, that vibe, but you know, I like to give my energy more towards people that really want to build.
1: Yeah. You're better than me. Cause I, I see some of the pushback, you get in the comments and you play, like, Hey brother, I'm sorry. You feel that way. I'm like, nah, fuck all that. And you ain't gonna be talking to me in the comments. Like I, right, you better than me, bro. Cause I'm like, look, you can unsubscribe. You ain't gotta be here. So you you are way further along than I ever was. I mean, Cause I, I cut somebody out <laughs> this shit. You do this shit for too long, bro. And you're like, wait a minute what,
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> no i feel you I, I i a lot of times I just gotta laugh it off
1: yeah you know yeah right? yeah all right so i got my man rami brother um well, I, I first of all thank you for your time and energy man and and uh, the opportunity to build with you and enlighten me on some things um if you don't mind please uh explain you know shout your channel out uh what are you about big yourself up because i i can't do you any justice
0: yeah, you know. I appreciate it. Peace, peace, peace. I'm Mel. Thank you for watching and, and having me here today. Um, my channel it is IAMHH Temple. Um, I mean that story in itself is 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 a bit long story, but to just summarize, uh, I created that channel, uh, doing my best to create a subordinate temple to the Morse Science Temple of America. Um, but then incorporated hip hop cause that, you know, that's our culture. And, uh, my mission was to get this information about dry Lee and his teachings, um, out to the people to inform us, you know, that we're not Negroes, blacks, or colors, or African Americans, you know, that we have a nationality, we have a history and a heritage, um, a creed, you know, a, a, a way of life, so, you know, a religion, um, and now I am at a place where I have uh, taken a step back in the sense of pushing that it is a temple. It's still called IAMHH Temple. And that is actually an acronym for International Asiatic Moorish Hip-Hop Temple. Um, but I took a step back from that because I realized I had made some errors. Um, and so now I've been in the process of uh, rereading every single piece of, writing literature teachings of noble drali and making sure i go about it the correct way um, and so that's kind of what i'm in the process of doing right now and yeah my mission is just to help uplift fallen humanity um, and you know on a deeper level to serve god serve a
1: that's awesome um for clarification for people or edification purposes um the more science temple is a national divine movement it is not a religion um, King, to your best of knowledge, where does that attachment come from or why is it the majority of uh, Melanated folks that have organizations is always thrown under the religion bus?
0: Hmm. Um, that's a good question. I, I'll, I'll say for the more Science Temple of America, it's a bit, it can be a bit difficult to understand because it is a, nas- a divine and national movement. So there is a uh, spiritual or religious aspect to it, but then you also have the national or civ- civic uh, law, lawful side of things, and they're actually joined together. So uh, uh, my son in the background, sorry about that. So um, good. so I think a, a lot of times it can get a bit confusing because they're, they're fused together. Mm. And so people, and then also um, Due to the perception of the Moor Science Temple of America, you know some of the the uh, displays or demonstrations that you may see across social media, it can it can lead people to believe or, or perceive that this is just some new religious thing or some sect uh, or cult of Islam. Um, but it's really uh, not that. It's just been a, a lot of misunderstanding, I would say, in terms of the organization.
1: Okay. Um as far as nationality to you so i because what i, w- I don't want to do is lump everybody's view of nationality together right uh-huh. even though you know in, in the temple we pretty everybody has a pretty much firm grasp of what nationality is in your eyes how you see it when someone asks you okay brother i'm interested in, in proclaiming my nationality how do how do i go they always ask well, how do i do that
0: oh what a beautiful question brother what a beautiful question and you know when I first got into this movement, from what I saw, it's like, oh, well you, you know, do this paperwork, and you can go on this website and fill this out and get your nationality card, and then you send it to the different locations yeah. and you you make the proclamations and declarations <laughs> on social media, yeah, yeah. And, and boom, there you go. You know what I mean? But over time, you know what I mean, I and 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 I got to be honest, I always was like, eh, this doesn't really feel like a the government you know what i mean in my in my eyes i was like it should be a little more formal of a process like how come there isn't an application this standard across you know across the nation for us if this is a nationality um and yeah i'm sorry so i i think uh what was the question i'm sorry i got so I
1: got, in, in your eyes, because you know most people when they when they when they see oh, the right. phasma, i'm sorry i'm sorry head. Yeah.
0: so the the what i came to what i came to discover is there is a glaring issue within the Moore Science Temple of America as an organization in terms of the administrative aspect okay. um, as it relates to how do I proclaim my nationality? How do I receive my benefits if I'm, you know, I have some veterans that would reach out. You know, I have veteran benefits. How do I keep that going once I proclaim my nationality? Or how do I get an apartment? How do I get a job as a Moorish American? And what I began to discover is that There's an administrative or a a group within the Moore Science Temple of America, which is known as the Supreme Grand Council. And so this is the central authority, if you will, within the organization. And they would have the power to explain and clarify and uh, make this ruling, if you will, on this is the way you go about proclaiming your nationality. And because that that component of the more science temple of America hasn't been active and hasn't been functioning in the way that it was designed originally. I think that is the source of much of the confusion, you know, with the organization, which temple is the, the official temple, who are the official leaders, you know, what is the, what is the right way that you should practice what, you know, all of these kind of questions, it all ties back in, where does the money go? You know, where are dues going? How do you pay taxes? All of these things, um, owning property, it all directly connects back to the Supreme Grand Council.
1: And that exactly explains, well, that is probably um, why I kind of step, I took a step back right because I, I i went through the, all the processes i even seen brothers with actual you know badges and i'm like well how the hell you got a badge? you know what i'm saying you look at the the, the five-pointed star badge and i'm like well oh. she, what? you know what i'm saying so i'm like what am i doing wrong and um it, it was hard to you know especially whatever state you're in if you don't have a, a registered temple um and then you know when I, I talk to a seer, a seer would tell me one thing, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But when I talk to other brothers, it's like it's something totally different. And I said, you know what? Let me just maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I'm not ready for it. And I, I took a step back because the process of it, it was so daunting, and it just made you not you know, want to even pursue it anymore. So I, you know, I, I pursued other avenues of correcting whatever status that I deemed that I needed to be corrected. I, I would you say that part of the black eye that the more the more science temple has is the status correction is that a fair question to ask because the, I'm, I'm, I'm only asking from the average person's perspective outside looking in because when they see the fez nine times out of ten they think status correction right and you had brothers that have used the status correction uh, method wearing a fez right and a lot of people have had horror stories money swindled um some people got jammed up behind it is is that fair is that a fair assessment is that a fair black eye if you want to call it a black eye to the more science tipple? is that undeserved
0: no i think it's a, a bit limited I, I would expand it uh, beyond just the idea of status correction okay. yeah but to you. include um uh adverse possession or you know taking over a home to include traveling without a driver's license, all of those kind of activities, not paying taxes, all of those activities, um, uh, challenging the, you know, claiming that uh, policy enforcers or police or, you know, whatever term you want to give people, um, saying that they don't have jurisdiction over you, all of those kinds of activities, I think collectively, that's the black eye that the Moorish Science Temple of America and Moorish Americans have. Um, and, you know, for me, what I keep going back to is well, where did you see Noble Dry ever mention status correction? Right. Or where did you ever, did you ever see Noble Dry say you need to challenge the jurisdiction or even use the word jurisdiction? Right. You know, and, 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 I, and I encourage people to go back to the facts and go back to the actual original teachings from the founder of the organization you know, and use that not in the sense of trying to worship him or thinking that, you know, we just have this extremely limited view. And if he didn't say these specific words, then he can't have it. Uh, I mean, if he didn't say these specific words then we can't do it, but to understand and use that as the foundation and use that as the uh, measuring stick by which you check everyone else, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and if it's not aligned with his teachings, then you got to understand that the other those other individuals have veered off the path a bit you know because no dry lee was not pushing for i mean and i even i understand the idea of status correction but when you get to the root of it our status will be corrected when we be be who we are which is more american and we're not identifying as black negroes or colors but the idea of, oh, you got to do this paperwork and you fill mm-hmm. out this, this, that, you know, and you pay for this. And mm-hmm. you, all of that is where it gets off track. And, and that's not what this movement was designed for.
1: To to your best recollection, when did that start? Because I've always, even me growing growing up, it was always assumed or associated with correcting one's status. You know, mm-hmm. I can't remember a time when it was not associated with it.
0: That's a, that's a, that's a beautiful question. So, to backtrack, for me, I learned about Moore's 2011, mm, yeah, October 2011. Right. Um, so, you know, this journey has been, you know, I'm 11 years in or so. And more recently, I've started to understand where some of these teachings and where some of these ideologies have been stemming from. And at least from what I can see so far, that a lot of these, a lot of those ideologies, a lot of that idea of status correction seems to be tied to Taj Tariq Bey going back as far as 1982. Okay. Um, I don't, you know, I can't say for certain, okay, this is where it started, but at least from my research, that's as far back as I can see where this kind of uh, rhetoric or ideology began to be introduced. You know what I mean?
1: And I concur that because I grew up in the 80s and my pops was cool with NOI, Moore's, uh Five Percenters. And it was always like if you want your stats correct, you go to this, you go to them. You know, mm. so I grew up like oh it was just assumed, you know, it was almost like a, a, a natural fact. You know? Um wow. let me ask you this. Um I, I forget where it was it's stated, but I remember it, it's it being stated you don't flaunt your status, right? You don't flex that muscle, you know. If don't, you get pulled over by a cop, you don't let the cop. It's not your place to let him to remind him of, you know.
0: Don't flash your car yes. to the Europeans. It's for your salvation.
1: And I'm yes. asking because um, you are up to date with the rise of the Moors, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Were
1: they doing too much?
0: I saw I saw the brother and you guys having a discussion yesterday, and so I, I have to. Uh... I have to answer this uh carefully because i have been uh well to take it back let me take it back a bit i had uh come in contact with jamal in 2017 and he had reached out to me uh about the supreme grand council no sir. let me focus okay love you man sorry um in 2017 he reached out to me regarding the supreme grand council and he said, you know, summarizing and paraphrasing that, yeah, we do need to get that back on track. I feel we should put this letter out. We should make a vote and we just need to get started because, you know, we've been slacking on that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel you, I love the energy. However, I think we would make a mistake if we try to go too fast and just get things done. Okay. And my, my position was first and foremost, let's educate and inform everybody on what the Supreme Grand Council is How it functions, you know, what are the roles and responsibilities so that everybody is clear, you know, and then we can figure out how to uh, get it back functioning properly. And the reason I was saying to go about that is so that if we don't inform everybody and everyone isn't included as a nation or as a collective of people, then some, some group or one of the temples could say, well, they didn't include us, so we're not recognizing the Supreme Grand Council. And we have the same issue that we have now where there's different more science temples and this group says they're official and that group says they're official. This group has a Supreme Grand Council and that group, and that's not how it's supposed to be. Um, what ended up happening is he kind of just disregarded and started his own organization, the Rise of the Moors, yeah. and kept pushing on there. Fast forward, I had had kind of lost track. I was kind of caught up in my own life, and I became aware of the the guns and and the demonstrations. So then I started to uh, make warning videos, you know, expressing, hey, Moors, do not follow this example. We should not be doing this. It's very dangerous. It could get people um, investigated. It can get people possibly arrested and in prison. And that's where a lot of uh, hostility, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? that That's where that kind of came from between the rise of the Moors organization and myself. I precursor all that to say that once they got arrested, I felt it was a duty and an obligation for me to try to cover the story from a journalistic standpoint. Right, um, And so since I've been doing that, I've been trying my best to keep my opinion about their activities um, off of my channel and, and try my best to limit what I say, because mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, make people feel biased if they're watching for the news updates. Gotcha. So I, I say all of that to say, uh, just to get at that, uh, that caveat or that clarification. But to answer your question, In my humble opinion i do not think their actions was wise or righteous or just on a common sense level a very smart thing to do for a number of reasons you know and and when you start to look at the details of what happened you know one question i asked oh i was asked this question and i was just like i never really thought about that if they had time to fill up their extra gas tanks in case they ran out of fuel, why didn't they just simply fill, fill fill the tanks of the actual cars? Like, how would you go to the gas station, fill up the extra gas tanks, but no one says, "Hey, did we check the cars and see if they're full?" Gotcha. That to me that that doesn't make sense, right? You know. And then moving forward, when when you see the footage, he when the police officers approaching him. They had their weapons on their body, which, you know, I understand people's position in terms of the law and they feel the second amendment and they have the right to bear arms. But from a common sense level, I would think you may want to at least look at the laws of the state that you're going to be traveling through. Right. And and had you done that, you you probably sh- or should be, I would think, aware that it's illegal to have those kind of uh, guns or firearms in that state in that particular state they're very uh strict on guns so to me it's like is that the wisest move to do you know what i mean is, is was that necessary to do what what was the what was going to be achieved by doing that you know and so i see a lot of problems with that um just on a very basic level and then when you listen to the audio and you see the cam the cam footage to me it seemed like the officer or the police was trying to work with them and was just trying to be like hey can you just guys put the guns down just for a second till we get this straight and and me t- taking a look on the outside you have one officer and you got 10 11 people you know what i mean t- several vehicles yeah and they and they they came they approached him with an a, you know, AR or rifles on, you know, on their body. From my perspective, if I was the cop, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna just keep things cool till I can get some backup. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just, just on a humble, you know what I mean. Just like if you if you take away our feelings of being Moorish American and all of that, and you just examine or you just observe what happened, you know, it just it doesn't make too much sense to me. But you know that's my opinion on it you know
1: your opinion do they beat the case will they beat the case mm.
0: i don't i don't believe so you know uh, uh i pray i pray that they uh they get as you know i pray that they get out the situation as best as they can just because i don't i don't wish prison or i don't wish jail on anybody right. you know for that matter but Again, when you look at the facts and the evidence, it's hard, you know, and like I hear some of the excuses or not, let me not say excuses. I hear some of the uh, justifications or the explanations that rise to the more supporters and some of them have been uh, uh, professing and, oh, they didn't have a warrant to search the vehicles and there was no crime. There was no injured party. So, you know, there should be no crime. And I hear, I hear. I hear what you're saying i also am looking at the charges that they received you know and those are not that's not nothing to play with you know they received some felony charges and my understanding they're you know looking at possibly 10 to 15 years um so and then i you know seeing how they were acting initially in the court you know they weren't um
1: they were arrogant just it for you i'll say it for (laughs) you they were very arrogant i'm just like bro i'm like i'm sitting there watching this i'm like y'all
0: it's yeah see and i'm I'm trying to be polite with my words right right it's just like like, i understand how y'all feel but this is really a serious situation and and a lot of the rise of the more supporters were getting mad at me and saying oh well it's it's your fault rami because you were saying that they were uh uh sovereign citizens and I'm like when they got arrested nationwide they were identified as that they didn't the the, the press didn't say ooh rami called them that so let's call them that too no it's based on their actions and based on what the FBI and other police agencies have identified and classified as sovereign citizen activity or ideology though when you look at the list of things that they classify under that and then you look at the actions and the words and the statements from the Rise of the Moors militia group, it's clear why they were identified as such. You know what I mean? If we're being objective and we're we're being fair, and I don't, I feel like, I feel like it's uh, partly maybe ego and pride. Um, You know, I don't, yeah, that's the only thing I can see is the ego and the pride is getting in the way from them really saying you know what we need to humble ourselves we need because in my opinion they should have just apologized from the jump and said you know what we we were we were incorrect we thought this was the law you know now we have a, a better understanding you know can we work something out is there some sort of plea that we can take but i feel that the position that they were that the kind of the arrogant position that stance that they took uh, has only dug themselves deeper into the hole today
1: do you think that if they had apologized or even a, uh, approached the cop in a different manner it would have devalued their stance and what they believed in which is why i believe people are coming at you like well if you say they're wrong then that means what they their laws supersede what we're trying to do is, is that part of it as well because that's what i i kind of took mm-hmm. away from it yeah
0: and and that kind of gets back to my uh my issues with some of what taj tariq bay has been teaching and some other people but i i i note him specifically because he is where the jurisdiction talk you know from my understanding this this idea that um the united states government or the u.s government or policy enforcers uh whatever name you want to use all of those names that you want to classify the government saying that they don't have jurisdiction over us um that all seems to stem from his teachings and that seems like the foundation for why they were approaching things a way like yeah they don't have jurisdiction over us and we enforcing the constitution all of that kind of rhetoric is what helped to bolster you know their idea that yeah we can do this but in actuality when you look at what Nobu Dra Ali taught, he never once questioned the jurisdiction of the United States government or said that no one has authority over us or that we don't have to obey the laws. In fact, he said the opposite. He said that the Moorish Americans, we're supposed to obey the laws of the government. We're not to overthrow or cause confusion. It's in the actual divine constitution of the Moorish Science Temple of America. You know, and he said in several other places, identifying that we have to be in harmony as American citizens with other American citizens. And we have to honor and respect the national constitution for the United States of America. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even the fact that uh, the organization changed from a civic organization to a religious organization in accordance with the state laws of Illinois, and he filed paper, you know, paperwork. Yeah, for I, that purpose,
1: I had to go get paperwork for a seer. I had to get the. I went through hoops and the, the to get his death certificate. Man, they're not handing that shit out anymore. I was one of the last few people to actually get it, and I had to lie and say I'm a family member to get it. And then I still had to pay the lady extra money on the side to get the official copy of of his uh, death certificate. So they they understand.
0: But and but but I I bring that up to say that he was respecting state law, right? So. You know, um, it—the idea that states or the federal government doesn't have jurisdiction over us because we're Moorish American—that that thinking is part of the big issue with uh, some Moorish Americans or people that are identifying as Moors.
1: I'm glad you said that, because when I first got into it, I became very arrogant myself, <laughs> right? I was I was looking to debate and argue with anybody. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty, man. <laughs> hey, man. Man, I was looking for smoke from everybody. You couldn't tell me nothing. Is <laughs> I don't know about any other religious or even either other movements or divine movements. I, I don't know, but something about claiming that more is titled, man, it's like me you kind of turn your nose up at other people. For me, I I was very arrogant.
0: And we have, and that, you know, I feel that is a common theme among a lot of us. And the lesson I feel is that we really have to humble ourselves. You know, that I think part of it is like, we finally have, okay, now we know who we are. Oh yeah, I'm (laughs) on it now. But it's like, just because we know who we are does it make us superior over another nation or other group of people? I mean, we we can be proud of who we are, you know what I mean? And we can feel confident and and love and and, and yeah, yes, we can be proud, but don't let that pride and that become arrogance and think we're better than another, another group of people or better than another nation. You know, despite all of the amazing things our ancestors have done in history that's documented, all of that is, is amazing. I'm not trying to disregard it, mm-hmm. but we can't allow that to, to make us feel like we are superior. You know what I mean because uh, you know white supremacy is just as wrong as black supremacy. You, you know, no people are superior over another people.'t um, that's, that's not what I believe. and I think that's a big uh, issue with some Wars. And, uh, you know, for me, what I had to do and humble myself in particular, as it relates to the Nation of Islam, okay. you know, because when I initially got into it, I was like, man, how come, you know, the Nation is, because I found a clip of uh, uh, the Honorable Louis, uh, Minister Farrakhan, speaking about noble Dr. Ali at a Savior's Day.
1: I remember that one. I know what you're talking about.
0: Right? Yeah. And, I, and I'm like... So if he knows, how come y'all ain't hipping us, man? What's up, right? Yeah. And, you know, back then in my arrogance, I, I'm like, you know, lightweight trying to like, not go at him, but just kind of like, yo, what's up, y'all? Yeah. But but I had to humble myself, you know what I mean? And I did some reflecting and over the years, and I said, not even just with the Nation of Islam, but in general, Moorish Americans or members of the Moor Science Temple of America we have no right to point our finger at anybody else until we get our organization right. Until we got all of our I's dotted and our T's crossed, we don't have any room to complain and say what some other organization isn't doing. Okay. In fact, I think it would be better if we humbled ourselves and went to the Nation of Islam and said, hey, we love how you guys are disciplined. We love how you guys have. Uh, the Final Call. You know what I mean? You have businesses, you have organization the structure. You can say what you want about the Nation Islam, but they have a, a, a beautiful structure. And they they have shown and proven, you know, with their teachings and with their actions, what they're able to accomplish year after decade after decade. I grew up listening, hearing my dad listen to uh, Faircon, and you know, driving on the side and, and and seeing the brothers in the suits picking up the Final Call and the mm-hmm. bean pies and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think it would be much more helpful for the Moors Americans and the Moorish Science Temple of America if we say, hey, can you guys help us become, you know, refine ourselves a little bit more? Can we understand how you guys operate so that we can help get ourselves back to where we need to be? I think that's more productive than trying to say, why ain't the Nation of Islam doing this and why ain't this organization doing that? You know what I mean? And, and constantly trying to critique others. You know what I mean? And, that's, and I learned that from the Bible, actually matthew 7 and 3 you know how do you notice the speck in in your brother's eye and not the log in your own
1: gotcha now let me give you a slight pushback on that the humility part i'm with but do you agree that when you claim a, a moorish it's a certain burden right that comes with it because unlike the nation unlike christians even unlike judaism claiming that moorish title I would say almost put the target on your back, good and bad, right? And with that comes a certain like, yeah, this is what I am. This is what I claim. A lot of people are threatened by that per se. You know, a room full of moors gives a, gives you a different vibe than say a, a room full of NOIs mm-hmm. Can we just be honest about, about that? When you see mm-hmm. fezzes versus bow ties, I'm looking at the fezzes like, oh, oh, okay bow ties I'm not worried about y'all is that fair mm. is that fair to say
0: um I could see where people would, would think that you know what I mean it, it, I mean it all it all depends it, you know in the in the situation but I, I definitely understand that perspective
1: okay so yeah. with with that it just seems like that's a it's a different type of struggle to carry that and that may make some people feel a little bit more emboldened and then you talk about jurisdiction and you get into that the, the civics of it and it's like well hell yeah I, I feel like I am better than you know what I'm saying I can see how people fall down that 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 path if if that's if that's legitimate um I, I want to get I want to circle back to the Taj part but not necessarily Taj per se so part of your grievance um well let me just say speak for myself first now Moors and Masons now I grew up you know you couldn't be both at the same time but I'm a little bit less rigid as I've gotten older I'm like you're gonna do what you're gonna do if you can maneuver that, that's cool. Ideologically, you really can't do it. I'm, a, I'm assuming you feel the same as well, correct?
0: Well, to just be extremely okay. transparent. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't have a deep knowledge on Freemasons or secret societies or the inner workings of, of being a Mason and how that may conflict with um, being a Moor or identifying as Moorish. Okay. Um, I mean, what I can't, you know, where I come into this is that more recently, as I started to be more critical um, of some of the people that I've seen, um, you know, out in the public and in the social media and teachings, mm-hmm. I start to notice, oh wow, they they have these kind of like hidden symbols that they've been flashing and, and incorporating this kind of Masonic teachings and some of these things for a while, and I just wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And my issue is not with Freemasonry or Masons or that culture at, you know, more power to if that's what you want to do, respect. You know what I mean? I don't I'm that's not everyone has their own choice to do what they want to do. The issue for me in particular is when there is Moors and they are incorporating some of those teachings and mixing it in okay. with Lee's teachings and then giving it to the people as if all of that came from drew ali okay um and that you know on principle that's where the issue comes in is mixing the truth with the falsehood okay you know i I think you know for me i really am pushing for transparency you know and it's bigger than just the the masonic thing it's people mixing in their own teachings in general whether it's masonic or whatever teachings you're mixing in if you're going to mix in your own ideology make sure you stand on that and make sure you identify and say hey i got this from masonry or i got this from the nation of gods and earths and i'm mixing this in with nova Dralee, so that people can be aware you know and if they want to continue following what you're teaching or what, whatever that person is teaching mm-hmm. that's everyone's choice but at least make it clear so that the people that are, are just you know are sincerely trying to follow nova lee's teachings they don't get confused or they don't get misled in thinking that you're doing what Noble Draw Lee did or you're teaching what Noble Draw Lee taught and that's not the case. You know, that's where my issue came in with the with the Moores and Masons thing.
1: Also you you mentioned the title of Grand Shake and uh you did the breakdown and the live i was like okay 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 um do <laughs> you, you want to touch on that <laughs> if you
0: don't mind <laughs> yeah sure okay. um you know that's i think that's that's where uh and i mean i knew that before i before i you know went live with the video or, or press or published is that i knew me asking this question is going to ruffle people's feathers you know what i mean it's, it's gonna make people uncomfortable and I've dealt with that my whole life, you know? Um, and I'm even understanding. I was building with my mom and she was letting me know that my dad, when he was younger, got kicked out of, uh, church and Sunday school. Cause he was asking too many questions. So it's like, Oh, okay. I, this has kind of been, uh, this is in me. You know, I, I, I tend to, I can ask questions that force people to, to answer truthfully, or it's like, they're not being honest. And when I ask the question, is Taj Tariq Bey a legitimate grand sheik, it forces people to be truthful or you can see that they're not trying to address the question. And it's a fair question because he has been promoted and presented and um, placed uh, in front of, you know, thousands of Moorish Americans in the public as a grand sheik. And that title isn't some, it's just not some title you can just pick up and put on you and just say, yeah, yeah, I'm a grand sheik if I feel like it. That's, that's incorrect because of, you know, the duties and the obligations that come with that title. Okay. You know, and if, and, and no would taught, if you're a leader of a temple, then you have to imitate um, the prophet. So you should be teaching like the prophet taught. And if you are a leader, you have to obey all the laws. And if you're, you know, if you're teaching Moors, you have to teach Moors. Matter of fact, let me, um, let me get the quote specifically because I don't like to, um, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to, um, here we go. General laws, as said by the prophet, I don't like to misquote them. Yeah. And this is coming from Moors literature for people that aren't, um, aren't aware if you just uh, do a Google search or internet search for Moorish literature. There's a uh, collection of writings, and this particular one is called "General Laws as Said by the Prophet." And it says every temple and head is to function by words, deeds, and actions imitating the Prophet, especially when teaching a group of Moors, any group of Moors, and and that. That specific sentence is very powerful because regardless of you're in the temple or not in the temple, Mm -hmm. Drew Ali said if you're teaching any group of Moors and you're a leader, as in a grand sheik, then you should be imitating the prophet. Mm -hmm. So you should be teaching and talking and acting and doing your best to follow in Drew Ali's footsteps. Now, if you don't want to do that, that's cool. It's no compulsion. You ain't Nobody is going to force you to, to get in line. But then don't claim the title. Don't say that you're a grand chief if you're not willing to follow the laws. You know what I mean? I feel like that's, that's a fair thing to ask of people. You know what I mean? And, and, and I feel as an organization, I feel as a collective, we have lost the respect that should come with that title or that should come with that position. You know, and that we should, we should respect the people that are leaders, if they are following the law and if they are leading the proper way. But if they're not legitimate leaders, if they're not legitimate grand sheiks, then we shouldn't put that title on them because that title comes with du- uh, duties and obligations and responsibilities that you can't just turn on and turn off. That's part of the reason why I fell back. Cause I had created this subordinate temple and it was only online because I didn't have nobody out here. That, I didn't have no money for an actual physical location. So I said, well, let me just put the information on online, the basic information, the Quran, the, the, uh, the questionnaire, um, the divine constitution, the, our authority, just the basic information. And my idea was that you can access the temple from anywhere you are. And, as good as my intentions were, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. as noble as I may have felt I was being, I had to accept and realize I'm not going about this the right way because I started having people reach out to me from prison. Okay. You know what I mean? From different prisons and saying, because they had, they had got my, I, I had created some newsletters and somehow I made it into the prisons with them. And they're like, yo, can you help me with this grand sheet? And can you do this for me? And here's my case papers and, And I'm like, okay, let me take a step back because this is some serious obligations. I can't play around with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I took a step back, I realized I didn't go about this the proper way. You know, some things and my intentions were good, but I didn't do this the proper way. And I can't play around with this. This Mm -hmm. is something that I deem to be, you know, real and legitimate. So I'm not going to continue to claim to be a grand sheath. If I didn't go about it the proper and I'm not conducting myself the proper way. Right. And that's what, again, what lead, led me back to the Supreme Grand Council, because as a grand sheik, every month you were supposed to send a report to the headquarters through the Supreme Grand Business Manager about your temple's um, membership, right. uh, the, 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 the dues, who's paying their dues, um, the business, you know, the business going, going on with the temple. If you got any business organizations, what's going on with the funds, uh, you at, at the uh, annual convention, every grand sheik is supposed to go to Chicago and report about what's going on with their temple. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, once I started to see, oh, there's structure, you know, there's, there's procedures and, and protocol and laws that we have to follow. I said, okay, let me get right. Then that's when I said, well, where is the supreme grand council Mm -hmm. who are the members you know it's like uh imagine a company and you don't know who's on the the board of directors you know like a a organization a, a corporation you you if you look up any or starbucks any sort of organization you can find out who is on the board of directors because they ultimately have the uh the power they have the authority to to Dictate what's going on with that with that organization or that right. corporation, right? And I and I took that and and placed it on the more Science Temple of America, and I was like, how do we not know who our board of directors are? Essentially, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? How do we not? How are these people not out front and and known publicly and acts accessible? You know, like just some basic level stuff. And so that's where I have been since about 2015, 2016, is I've constantly been saying, hey, what about the Supreme Grand Council? You know what I mean? If you look into my video, if you go on the, on the uh, YouTube channel, I have a playlist of, about the Supreme Grand Council, and I just I keep adding videos to it because until we fix that, until we address that issue, we will continue to have the stagnation, the confusion, uh, some people scamming and schemes and all of the issues that we see going on. They're going to continue until we clean up the temple, essentially.
1: Now, same question I asked Angel last night. I'm going to ask you. Um, it is my belief, 2014, 2016, I believe the Moors went mainstream, mm. right? They were extremely popular. Like they went from underground battle rap to, you know, at the Madison Square Garden, right? They had the juice they had the way
0: cut the juice <laughs> you, down. Man, you, know, just, you know what i'm saying like
1: the, right. for three years it was it was more than nothing mm. and everything you just mentioned it, is that part of the reason why we're we're where we're at today
0: yeah i mean i just i just uh stumbled back onto a uh, image of the moorish guide the news the newspaper that the moors had from 1928. okay and it was a message going out to moors to write into the paper <clears throat> excuse me about how you feel about having our own aldermans our own police our own town our own everything this is in the paper in 1928 and noble draw lee in the Moors science temple of america is calling out to Moorish Americans and say, hey, tell us how you feel about this, because basically this is what we're trying to establish. And I say that to say, that was in 1928, it is 2022. Do we have one Moorish town that we can look to where it's a Moorish American town, a community where they have their own library, hospital, grocery store, gas station, school, is is there one place that where, uh, you know, a collection of, let's say, 100 Moorish families have own own property in this town, in this community? Is there one place that we can find in the United States of America or North America or Maxim, if you, you know what I mean, like, is there one place we can point to? I haven't seen it. And to me, that's, you know, as great as we, you know, we're doing in terms of getting our name out there or being uh visible in in that time frame in terms of actual activity in terms of actual progress we've been lacking we haven't been doing what we need to do you know what i mean all of the videos and the viral stuff all of that's great but what about the the, the basics though you know what i mean food clothing and shelter do we have are we working on that and we, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, we haven't. We haven't been doing what we need to do to establish a town for ourselves. You know, and, and until we can acknowledge that, we can't. You know, I don't feel like we we're not going to be able to fix the problem. You know what I mean?
1: Have the Moors um, become another victim, uh, or just like I keep? I guess NYS Wise is the best example I can give. Have they turned into another NOI, just like they've turned into something else? We had a movement; it was great, and then egos and money came, and people wanted their own. They want to follow protocols, and everything splintered. Is are we in that? Is that the predicament I, right now?
0: I think. I think. Uh, I think it's that's fair for for people. You know, if they feel that way, if that, that I think it's fair to feel that way. I think. I think that the original the More Science Temple or the the foundation is still there, it's still strong. It's like uh it's like us abandoning the temple. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like abandoned like you just abandon we imagine having a mansion. You know what I mean? You yeah. got you got a gigantic mansion and you just like I'm out for a while. You know what I mean? I'm finna go do some other stuff. Yeah. You know, that mansion, the weeds are gonna grow it probably get some mold in that thing. If you had some stuff in the refrigerator, oh, it's going to be nasty up in there. Dust is going to be a whole lot, you know, cobwebs, spiders, maybe some critters get in there, termites. Right. But the foundation is still there. We just got to do some work to to restore it to where it originally was. Um, but I don't think it's past the point of no return and we can't we can't fix things or we can't get back on track. I just think uh we haven't been doing a good enough job as a collective, you know, that's not to discredit, you know, the brothers and sisters out there, that have been doing the work. You know, I, 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 am not claiming that. I know every temple and every single temple, nobody's doing the work. That's not what I'm saying. But as a collective, you know, I think if we're, if we're honest, we should be able to admit, yeah, we, we are off track because from the outside looking in, if you ask someone just generally, is very confusing, like you know, like uh, uh, my brother. He add, you know, when I was heavy into it, right? We had a talk till like five in the morning. You know what I mean? He's actually the brother that got me to Feds and like really supportive. We had this long, deep talk till five in the morning, and he like, bruh. He's like, I feel, you know, because I'm hitting him with all the facts. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm breaking all, yeah, back in 7-Eleven and this, that, and the third, and, you know, more this and yeah, technology, that, yeah. that. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going all the way in, right? Yeah. And he like, bro, he like, man, I feel you. I'm not trying to play, I, I, I get it, but just answer me this. How many mores is it right now? And I was like, well, I mean, you know, how many black people is it? He like, no, 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 no. That's not what I, I, I feel what, yeah, I get that. But what I'm saying is like, how many official, you know, like on the record, Moorish Americans is it? And I didn't have an answer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, 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 you know, that's my brother. So I'm keeping it real. And I had to admit, man, I don't even know how many it is. Do we had have, have we conducted a Moorish American census among ourselves to at least get a, a count of how many Moorish Americans it is in the United States of America? Right. You know what I mean? So like really simple stuff like that is where it's just like, ah, we got a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? We, and if we're being honest, we we are not, it's, it's we are dysfunctional at the moment. We are divided. We are stagnated. We are confused. You know what I mean? It's It's a lot of issues. But at the core, you know, the truth is still the truth. And I still, you know, I still have faith that this organization is the best vehicle for us to uh, uplift ourselves is so-called black people or Moorish Americans. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it's just, we got to do the work.
1: So you are an optimist.
0: Yeah, and that's by nature, you know okay. what I mean? I've always I've always been uh, the glass half full, you know what I mean? Um, bruh, you know, it's, oh, you talking that utopia stuff and, you know, it's gonna be no a time when there's no wars and, you know, I get into arguments like for hours with my people cuz I don't uh, believe in having guns at all and and killing so I'm a, you know what I mean and, and like bro you just it's not a perfect world and we ain't know it's gonna always gonna be war and da 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 and I'm like I hear y'all but I just it's within me to just think I think it's gonna be a time when it's not okay. you know and I, and that so that by nature that's how I am
1: let me ask you um how do you respond to people when cuz most people um I, and now I, I call them ignorant to be respectful right most people don't know the history of the moors you know and it, for those that do the research they always give you the, the moroccan the africans the white the white africans they always they that's their ace card now like no know just anybody that you know whatever the case may be but that's always their ace card they play against they they use against in these debates what say you, what is your typical response to that? And then um, I kind of want to touch on the Moors of America, the Ouachitas, um, the different the various uh, variations of Moors, if,
0: if you can. Hmm. When I was younger, I, I I feel like I would get into the okay. Well, let me break down the facts. Yes. Let me let me put and that comes from when I was in college. I took seminar. We had this seminar class in freshman year where we had to study a bunch of Greek literature and uh, the Iliad and uh, Plato and all of this. And then we would get in a circle and debate basically over a topic, and you have to have your quotes ready and argue your point. So. Right. Back then I had a, a real good knack for being argumentative and trying to prove my point. And so when I came into this, um I did a lot of that as well. Oh okay, let, let me focus. You. <laughs> Love you, man. Um so when I came into this, I had that same energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm you oh you think it's not? All right, let me break it down for you. Now I'm at a space where um, and kind of what I was speaking to you before, where I like engaging with people who are, who are sincere and I can kind of tell from people's responses if they're being sincere and they truly want to understand mm-hmm. or if they just want to argue their point and they have their beliefs. And that's what. And so for the people that are just well, nah, because they're Arabs and, you know, it's it's no uh, more Does it even look like y'all. It's like, all right, God bless. You know what I mean? I'm right, not right, even right. going. I'm not even going to get at that 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 many times because it's not even worth. It. <laughs> it's it's seriously not. Because if you just look into history, never mind Nooruddin Ali. If you just look into the history, it's evident that's that's where we were. I'm talking Islamic history, North African history, uh European history, Portugal. If you just look into the history it's a fact we you know our ancestors did that you know what i mean like they are really truly amazing people um what i've been working on more recently and i kind of got sidetracked with some of the videos is putting all of this documentation together in a book um in a more academic uh mm-hmm. fashion you know what i mean or, or presenting it in a more academic way so that people can see the sources and that, you know, it's not just seven eleven to fourteen ninety two in North Africa and, and Southern Europe that Moors were alive and then they just disappeared. No, right. it's all over the world. You know what I mean? And at different time periods and you know, facts upon facts upon facts. So I've been working on putting that together so that I can just present someone with the material and say, you know, here you go. This this explains it in more detail, including uh, our ancestors that were on this side, you know what I mean? And because that's another uh, debate or another issue that I see a lot is you have some people saying, well, I'm not none of that more stuff. I'm aboriginal indigenous. And that,
1: Thank you. That's my perfect segue to my next oh. question. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You're already there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, I, and, and I get it. And it's just, I don't think we understand that, we simply were on both sides. It's not, uh, oh well, you was only, you know, your people was only over there, and my, in, in, in indigenous and Aboriginal people. Now we've been over here. Yeah. Now, our people were in Africa and in the Americas and in the, you know, what we now know as the Philippines and in Japan and in Russia yeah. and in Southern America and you know, I'm like, but. It takes more than just you know man knows not by being told. That's the teaching from uh, the Circle Seven Quran. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's important to present the documentation. You know what I mean? So that, and one of the things that I've been focusing on more recently is understanding the connection between the Omex, the Mayans, the Aztecs, and all of that history, and how that connects with uh, Moors. And what I think we have to understand is. The same way that right now so-called black people were identified as blacks, African-Americans, Negroes, uh, coloreds, black Americans, Afro-Americans. We have history under all of those different names, but it's the same, essentially the same people. Well, throughout time, that's been the case. Okay. You know, we weren't just identified as mores at it was Moors. We are known as Saracens. We are known as Berbers. We are known as North Africans. We are known as Muslims. We are known as Arabs. Like all of that, all of those title you know, those, those identities, our history is under that as well. And it's just fractioned. Right. And the same thing with native American or, or quote unquote Indian, you know, that's a part of our history and our heritage also. Um, and I think if, and I think that's the importance of, you know, the core message of love instead of hate. You know, L- that's what noble Draw I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no,
1: that's No, I, I want to, because I, I, to piggyback off what you just said, um, so let's say Moore's you got the indigenous, Arawaks, Ouachitas, Turtle Island. Is it your understanding, because this is how I'm, I'm viewing it, when you say more, the average person thinks African. And it, which is why they kind of reject that term if at one point everybody was a myrrh you know the two mm-hmm. u's at one point everybody was labeled that a, across the board um are you are you of that same ilk as well do you feel that that's part of why people kind of like well you know that more thing you know they, i see the the, the congolese and, and the fez and chopping off the baby's hands and it's like wait everybody was wearing fezzes back then like to a certain extent like
0: I mean, it's the same as now. I mean, not okay. all black people sell dope and, and kill, and kill you know, other black people. But that is a part of our, you know what I mean? Like, we can't act like there's not some group of our people that were doing some things that may not be the best. You know what I mean? There's black people that are in, you know, the, the military and you just all due respect to the military, but it is about killing and warfare. You know what I mean? So the same way you may be looking you know, last I checked, we aren't in control, you know, we're serving in the, you know, the military. That's not our military. So there's plenty of people that was going to Vietnam and going to Korea and these different places and doing things that were very harmful to other people, much like you may see in some of those pictures, but you can't say every single black person went to Vietnam and was, you know, killing another group of people or every more was in the Congo, you know, with the feds killing other African people. That's just, that's where the ignorance comes in. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it's, and I think that's by design also, you yeah. know what I mean? To keep us divided. That's, that's at the root of a lot of this. I see it as a, you know, that divide and conquer or divide and rule. It doesn't matter if it's uh more Aboriginal, Indigenous uh uh muslim and christian right. red and blue uh black people and white people uh you know like all of these uh all of these are the the core function is to divide you know what i mean in the, in the pit two groups or multiple groups against each other so that we don't realize we're actually much more similar and connected than we are uh different you know what i mean there may be Perfect. differences and issues but right. at the core we 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 family, you know what I mean?
1: So is that, is that melanated people's main problem is the tribalism?
0: I mean, if you look at every, you know, if you look into history, you know, I was looking into, I have this book uh, speaking about the rise and fall of Muslims. Um, um, And, you know, it explains, you know, through the course of history when, you know, the Muslims were were starting to rule and really doing their thing. Dynasties started feuding with each other, and it's like one particular do di- forget the name of them or caliphate. One particular caliphate was uh, established based on who was following the teachings of Prophet Muhammad the best. Mm-hmm. But then it was another group that was like, I mean, we feel y'all, but Prophet Muhammad was our ancestor, so we feel like we should be running the caliphates because it's in our blood. Right, and so it was like treachery and you know assassinations and all sorts of stuff. For, for domination over there. You know, so it's like it's been this tribalism kind of thing, an issue. Um, and you can see this in different African uh, tribes as well and different nations as well, like uh, across the board, you know, not even just Moors or melanated people, but humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Humanity often uh, gets divided and warned against ourselves because we're in these tribes and thinking, oh, well, this is my group. You know what I mean? And not understanding we're all connected. And that even goes for the our European brothers and sisters. I know you know it's some folks that yeah you know know that, folks. the yeah. the hybrid European hey, the, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, we gotta be honest, man. You know, okay, so. cool.
1: Cool. Um I got one more question and before I do that, let me address these super chats real quick, if you don't mind. Um mm-hmm. first one from Unnecessary Evil. He says, um, I'm no expert on Moors and Masons, however, I appreciate the mutual respect and peaceful dialogue between the two guests.
0: <laughs> oh, my man Ken Billion,
1: we gotta get, hey, we, yeah, I'm telling you this you get into this long enough, you can upgrade the toys and stuff. Um, <laughs> my man Ken Billion says, Shout out to you having a range, uh, and different uh, guests and conversations okay so i know you gotta go be dad in a little bit is
0: that saying say brown paper bags hey, i love that song. that's my shit right there hey man i gotta i gotta level up man. you know what i mean i'll be i'll try to bring a little humor in you yeah you know just like you know i mean we, we we good peoples man we gotta have a little fun with yeah, it
1: yeah for sure for sure um let me ask you this is there a particular Supreme grand council that you deal with that you feel comfortable in dealing with because I'm registered out of a temple in Charlotte right when I technically I should be registered to one in Chicago because that's where I was at, at that point but I was dealing with some brothers down there um, a, a, a kill Bay um, you know a Sears in Florida so I guess kind of my reach was down there and not you know what I'm saying so um, you, you mentioned the issue of the of the Supreme Grand Council What, um, how do you go about that? Or if there's an issue, who do you reach out to?
0: That's that's a beautiful question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working to re-register with a temple right now and go through the process and start paying my dues and then establish a study group, uh, you know, out where I am here in California. Okay. But specifically to your question, I think what we all have to understand is that this is one organization and it's supposed to uh, structure like an umbrella. Okay. There's the Moore Science Temple of America. And then underneath that, there are subordinate temples that all fall under this one organization. Right. So regardless if you're in North Carolina, Florida, Arizona, uh, Illinois, where, wherever you are, all of them should be funneling back to the, the organization as a, as a whole, as a collective. And that's how we have the unity, very much like the United States of America. You got different states and they all may operate in their own various ways, but they are subordinate to that national, council, that federal constitution. And they all come under that idea of the United States of America. And we, and as it relates to the Supreme Grand Council, there should only be one Supreme Grand Council. And I, the question I have is, where are the members? And if we, you know, now I'm at a place where it seems, based on the evidence and the research, again, I'm I'm open to saying, hey, you you were you were wrong, you were incorrect, Rami, no problem. But based on the research I've seen, we don't have an active one, so we need to establish that. But that requires everyone. That requires every single temple, because according to the literature, the way it worked is. Noble Jr. Lee appointed seven people or picked seven people that he wanted to be on the Supreme Grand Council right. and then they were approved by the grand body and the grand body is comprised of all the leaders from all the collective temples so that that way everybody is represented mm-hmm. you know what i mean so to your question i think until we all get on the same page and we're all working together to make sure that we have this established i don't you know i won't i don't see how we will know which is a the law for the um legitimate supreme grand council okay because it needs and from my understanding all of those people have to be confirmed by all of the different uh temples and their leaders that comprise the grand body so it's in in essence Nobujar Ali created this, forcing us to work together. Okay. If we don't work together, it's not gonna work.
1: Okay, final question, I'm gonna let you go, I promise. It's all love. Uh, when I first saw your stream with Taja's name in it, I said, oh, oh, I said, off the top, I said, this is young lions wanting to get rid, of the old lions are in, are in the way. And then I spoke with Angel. And then I'm getting this, this overwhelming sense, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, that you young guns are displeased with the, the direction the old heads have steered the movement and y'all are ready to get them out the way is that fair
0: i understand that perception yes that's definitely fair that's not how i, I that's not
1: okay I, I that's not your intent i want you to talk yeah. about that but
0: I, I, when no, I, I first it. seen it. it, I was like, "Oh, they they coming for me." I was like, "Oh, it has to Reid." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I get it, man. Trust me. I, listen, man. I, I know. I knew before. I I knew. I'm like, man. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to put this video. I do not want to go live and, and ask this question because I know what's coming back. Yeah. Um. But that's part of the obligation and the duty where it's not about me. You know what I mean? And that's... uh, I understand that can be difficult to understand online. You know what I mean? And and when people have feelings and, you know, kind of emotions and connections to Taj, I get it. And you don't... Maybe don't understand me or you don't have a a serious dialogue with me to understand where I'm coming from. So I get the perception. Okay. But that wasn't my intent. And I I do my best to be as respectful as I can. Mm -hmm. I think that... even
1: even if that's not your intent do do you admit that the energy is there though do you feel that you're part of the in some grand scheme fashion that you are one of the young guns whether by design or not whether you are conscious of it or not that you are leading the wave because brother I'm telling you instantly I didn't even want you know what I'm saying when I saw it I was like there's the sign to me that was my sign that these young guys the old heads gotta go yeah, no,
0: yeah, I, I, man, I get it. You know, it's um, like uh, the documentary. Have you seen the documentary with uh, uh Kanye West? Yes. The 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 statement that his his mother, God bless, uh, Donna, said about the giant looking in the mirror and sees nothing. All,
1: only right. That's right. That's I mean,
0: right. I I said, man, and this is in no way me saying I'm Kanye West at all or on any sort of level but the, the the understanding that when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm just seeing me, Okay. but I had to accept that I do have influence. And when I do say certain things, you know, people do notice, even though in my eyes, I'm just a regular person doing what I think is, you know, it's like some basic, I don't think I'm doing anything like out of the ordinary, but I understand how it causes ripples, you know what I mean? And the truth is, is that if we're being honest, if we're being honest, yes, the leadership hasn't been doing everything um, that it has need to be doing. You know what I mean? If we're, if we're being honest and Taj is one of those people, you can't, that's the thing about being a leader. You can't, claim to be a leader. And then when things get a little hot, you know what I mean? When people start are are displeased or being critical, then you shun your responsibilities or you act like you're not the leader. Oh, I'm just, you know, it's not me. It's not on me. No, you got to own that. Yeah. You know, just like I had to own that in some of the videos I did and and how arrogant I was and I had to backtrack and I had to express, you know what? I made some mistakes and you know, for me, that's what it was ultimately, because I started seeing other people outside the organization doing videos that was critical about Moore's and and making us look foolish, really. And and But at the core of it, they were just being critical and they were pointing out some things that were not right. And if we want to get in our feelings and feel a certain way, yeah, then we can, we can do that. But if we're being, if we're being real, you know what I mean? If you're being a man or if you I don't want to say put them, if you're being righteous, you know, if you're living by the principles of love, truth, you know what I mean, peace, freedom, and justice. Yes, if you're Being yeah, truthful, that's right? Yeah. We gotta, we gotta be able to accept criticism. Matter of fact, one last thing before, because this is a, uh, again. Um, Noble Drew Ali, he said, not me. Noble Drew Ali said, constructive criticism. From sympathetic friends in and outside of our ranks is welcome. So when I read that, I said, mm. if Noble Drew Ali was able to understand that, hey, we need to, we need to have some people be critical of us. Mm-hmm. And we need to accept and welcome that criticism because that's the only way we refine ourselves. That's mm-hmm. the only way we know, hey, we, we kind of slacking on this area. We need to, we need to get it right. We need to sharpen up here. We can do better on this. If nobody is being honest and being willing to speak up, then how do we improve? And that's and that's where I came in, you know, like when I came in with this organization, I started seeing how come none of my teachers, nobody was speaking about this more stuff. I said, okay, I gotta start making videos. I'm not the I'm not a natural outspoken individual. I did not wanna be in the public like this at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. My natural my natural personality is much more reserved in the cut. But once I got in this movement and I found myself, you know, 10 toes down, then when I got to starting to be critical of ourselves and inside the organization, again, I said, man, how come nobody is addressing this glaring issue? You know Which what I mean? Which is funny
1: because when you started your channel, that's when I stepped back. It's like you were like the only outside of you and a seer i was like i'm I'm good so wow. you guys are my only two tethers to the to the to the movement at that point because i was like i'm done i was mentally burnt out uh, i was disenfranchised you know what i'm saying but i wasn't gonna go make videos about it you know because I, fi- I figured you know out of all the groups i thought the moors would handle this shit behind closed doors like if I, i'm like out of all the groups i would expect it you know, because this is,
0: this this is the, the beautiful because I have so many people. Oh, Rami, why you do that in the public, Rami? You should have talked about. Come on, Rami, why you gotta put something up? And it's like I get it, fam. <laughs> but the thing is, we already in the public. Yeah, we can't we can't make them bolsterous claims and we this we that, and then all of a sudden we just disappear and try to we don't try to own up to when we made mistakes in the public that I, as a, as a man, never mind Moorish American as a man, I can't swap. I can't do that. You know what I mean? We gotta be, we gotta be willing to take the criticism with the praise. We can't try to act like we're perfect. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I felt like because it's been so many public videos and Taj has been, and all of these different leaders have been so outspoken publicly, we can't shy away from being critical publicly but mm-hmm. the caveat is and i think a lot of people miss this with me because of the feelings or they may have something against me personally if you listen closely i'm not disrespecting anybody you know i don't talk i don't talk disrespectfully towards taj or try to attack him personally or any other you know the, these uh the figures I, Yeah, that i been. never
1: took it no i never took you're not that type of person i followed you long enough to know you talk you attack the points and never the person, so I never had that problem. Now, you know, I I, I could see why the, the title would have triggered people, but I was triggered for a different reason. So, mm. but yeah, I, yeah, I, but, yeah,
0: but but you know, my, my thing is like uh Yasin Bey or Most Deaf. Yeah, he has this speech that I heard, and it's a quote from it where he says, "The measure of a civilization is not how well we agree, but how well we, we disagree." disagree with That's each other. right. That's right. And when I when I when I I listen to that speech every once in a while, and when I hear that part, it's like, this is what we're missing. We talk about civil and and knowing law and all of this noble and righteous and all of these principles, but look at how we are when we disagree with each other. It's ugly. You know what I mean? It's it's a very ugly thing, and it's like we have to we have to change that. You know what I mean? And we can't do that in secret. We have to be willing to own up to it and and stand in public and say hey you know I don't I don't really agree with with these actions of this ideology and this is why but it's not out of hate I don't hate anybody I'm not trying to attack or demean or tear you down and say that you never contributed anything good that's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm saying let's just correct ourselves you know what I mean let's let's um let's improve. And, and we should be able as brothers and as sisters, you know what I mean? We should be able to communicate with each other um, and express something without being disrespectful. You know what I mean? We should be able to communicate, even if we disagree, without trying to attack the person and tear down the person. You know? And so I... And, and the biggest thing was well, I can't... I gotta stop talking about it. It teaches in the uh, Circle 7 Quran that you shouldn't just be like a block of wood with a you know a sign pointing away, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, telling people the way to go, that you should be um, the example that you wish to see. Right. And so it's like, if I'm saying that we need to do this, how come I'm not doing it? You know, and I, and I, and I had to check myself because it was out of fear. Because I know if I am critical about certain individuals Oh, it's, it's F Romney. It's, you know what I mean? He's a traitor. He's a sellout that he, he loved a colonist now just because I'm, I'm asking some critical asking questions. Some questions.
1: Yeah. 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 You
0: know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, I'll take that. Cause I've, my life is, is conditioned me and, and prepared me to be able to take that criticism and not take it personally. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I, I gotta, if I gotta wear that, that's cool. You know what I mean? I, I can, I can walk through that as long as we eventually get to that goal of saying, hey, now we can disagree with each other and it be all love at the end of the, the, the episode or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the seminar, we can still hug, we can still embrace, it's still love, you know what I mean? So, but it's gonna take some work and I and I get that.
1: Okay, and I promise there's a final question, but let me uh, <laughs> get these super chat out the way real quick. Uh, Edneesh, she says, I know I'm late, but I want to hear my song and you shall hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get money <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right my final question for you tonight uh today where do we go from here and i say we because i'm like the, i'm like the disgruntled cousin okay i ain't come. i've been to the cookout in a few years but i'm still secretly like come on get it together y'all where do we go from here oh
0: man and, I, and again thank you for this opportunity <laughs> and thank you for reaching out to me because you are you know what you just said you are the kind of people that i'm trying to reach Okay. The people that may have been hip to this and just been like, oh, man, I'm done because I can't figure it out. Yeah. Man, I'm through with this. You know what I mean? Like, I want to reach those people. I want to reach the people that is still calling themselves black and heard about the Moors. But like, man, I ain't dealing with that because we need all of our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, so um, where do we go from here? I, and, I, as, and this is what Yassine Bae says, corny as it sounds. We got to learn to love man we got to love each other that's at the root of all of our actions if we if we can't ground it in love and be able to come towards whoever we're speaking to you know whether they know about mores or don't know about mores if we can't come in love it's not gonna work mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta have that love for for one another you know what i mean that's you got that oh, this this side here uh martin luther king i like people be critical oh we got the <laughs> He got the Martin Luther King. It's like, damn! Just go, and I I tell people go listen to his speech on um, forgive is it? Forgive thy enemies. Let me check it out real quick.
1: Was that one of his later speeches that they that they never refer to? Only just the burning house one.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, is it love thy enemy? Yeah, love your enemies. If you look up Martin Luther King Jr. "Love Your Enemies" speech, go listen to that speech, because he speaks about, you know not necessarily liking everybody that's you know you ain't got to like everybody but we got to do our best to love each other you know what i mean and and that's what we're missing you know is, is the is the love aspect and once we make sure that we can move with that we can tackle whatever issue it is because we had that understanding like look okay it's going to be a difficult conversation you know what i mean we're going to be critical of some things but it's out of love and out of respect you know and when we leave with that that's how we can heal and progress and uplift each other. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? As opposed to, uh, and that's why I try, I do my best to say is something correct or incorrect as opposed to saying you are wrong. See, cause that you're wrong and I'm right. Makes it a personal thing. Right. But I, if if you say, well, is this information, correct or incorrect? It's less about the people and let's focus on the information on the table. And that helps to remove some of the uh the feelings and some of the personal things that can get attached when you're being critical. Um and so, you know, like that's for me, that's you know, that's my effort and 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 really just leading by example, you know, and so that's why I reached out to um um uh the good brother Sharif Bey and I gotta shout out Brother Lewis because he he made uh, the connection he got at the temple okay. uh, in the east coast. And okay. so I'm working to, to uh, join that temple. I'm working, uh, and I've been reaching out with Muslims or, or more like Orthodox Muslims to reach out to, to to that community because we need to create bonds and understandings with Muslims because there's a whole thing of, hey, it's no prophet after prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So there's this whole friction between us calling Noble Jali a prophet in Islam and But we got to prepare that we got to get some understanding. And it's not going to come from us being ego. Like, but we got our profit. You know what I mean? And, and and taking that stance it's like, nah, let's have some, let's have some humility. Let's lead with love. Mm -hmm. Let's see on some points, same with the nation of Islam, same with our black, our black uh, brothers and sisters who's in the church or who are, who identify as Christians. We need to build with them. And, and, as opposed to trying to be critical about people in the church. No, Dry Ali brought this book about Jesus. How about we unite about you? You love Jesus too, right? Okay, well, we got some stuff about, let's talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And let's find ways that we can unify um, and build with each other as opposed to trying to tear each other down. So at the core of all of my actions, that's that's where it is. And I understand the perception is like, Man, this dude phony or this dude, you know what I mean? I understand that. And yeah. it's over time, God willing, I think people will understand like, oh, not nah, he's been sincere this whole time. You know, this is like really him, you know, and, and hopefully I can help inspire other people to get on that same wavelength.
1: My man, Rami. Brother, shout yourself out. Final words for the people.
0: Um. Man, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the platform. I appreciate um, I appreciate you for having me on. I appreciate the people for watching. Um, if you've got nothing from this, if you if you if you take nothing else from this, please study what Noble Drew Ali said. Um, please study the teachings of Noble Drew Ali, and uh, at the very least, man, try to move with love instead of hate. You know what I mean? If you could do that, regardless of, you know, whatever, you're Mexican more, you're you know, Moore more, you're Mason more, if whatever you, whatever you get, your nation of Islam, God's and Earth, it's all, all of that, it just let's move with love if we could, you know what I mean? And I think we'll be all right, you know?
1: I mean, I appreciate and I, I thank you, because I was like a heel he over there <laughs> up in the changes tables and he ain't got that bro. oh
0: man yeah i i get it man but like you know man if people only understood like man i'm yeah i get it man i man. get it but it's it's uh hopefully you know god willing people will understand myself a little bit more yeah. you know after this and um we'll just work on understanding each other more yeah yeah I mean?
1: definitely definitely and i i, want to, I would love to br- i want to bring you back and uh we'll get more in, into uh, other uh subjects and stuff but man, i humbly humbly thank you for your time and energy brother and much continued success and i like i said i've been following you for some years now so that's not going to change so um yeah yeah brother keep up the good fight man cuz let y'all youngins have it i'm tired my back hurt you know what i'm saying I, i'm sit down over here y'all <laughs>
0: and 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 and, and la- last thing is that noble draw lee was very uh, clear about us establishing businesses for ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and doing doing for ourselves in that way. So that's another way that I'm I'm working, and I've been studying um, uh, global logistics, and okay. I've been studying you know importing and exporting and and things of that nature, because that's another way I'm gonna work to help unite us. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody we gotta feed our families, we gotta take care of ourselves. And if we can establish some good business with each other, it's just another another way that we can build bridges because you know some people just may not be with the, relig- you know, the religious aspect and Islam and all they ain't with all that. But we all need, you know what I mean? We all need some food, clothing, and shelter. We all need a way to provide for ourselves. So if we can start establishing businesses, you know, and work together with businesses. Mm-hmm. That's just another way I, I feel like we can help unite. And start to understand each other and take care of each other. You know what I mean? Because what's going on in this world right now, man? We need each other more now than we ever have. Agreed. You know? And so, you know, we just we just got to keep working. You know, as 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 one of my my elders, you know, and t- mentors taught me, uh, "Kaba Hiawatha Tukamine." Keep on keeping on. It ain't over till we win.
1: And there it is. There. Um, my brother, thank thank you, Rami, for for coming through, man. Definitely, definitely, and man, go go be dad, man. I, I know son was like, come on, man, wrap this, dad. Uh, was like, wrap it up, daddy, wrap it up. <laughs> you
0: know, he, he all I can see it right now. He's like, come on, pops. Yeah, on that's
1: now. what's up, nah, man. By, by all means, go go enjoy the rest of your day, man. Go be dad, man. Thank you, and I definitely will be in touch with you uh, again real soon.
0: All right, much love, peace, alaikum to my Muslim, Muslim brothers and sisters. If you fasting, much love to you um and we'll we'll build soon for
1: sure bro peace thank you bro right.
0: peace and love all right
1: yo i'm liking this series uh i'm gonna have time lord in a few hours and we're gonna we're gonna chop some things up about this particular topic so i like the direction i'm going in you know because i i kind of want to get people's different perspectives i thank everybody for hanging out that came through that donated time and energy whatever the case may be um donated you know funds so thank y'all um y'all keeping me rejuvenated and and inspired and uh yeah i'm gonna keep doing it for y'all shout out to everybody five on the left two on the right everybody in the chat i see the l's and the bays up in here like y'all you know what the fuck y'all talking about so it's all good i'll see you guys in a few hours y'all have a good one peace